Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series of movies that I love and talk about the movie Whiplash, Damien Chazelle's feature debut movie with J.K. Simmons and uh, Miles Teller. I love this movie. I really love this movie. I mean, this is why I'm doing it. It's one of the movies that I love. Now, a little background. This is not necessarily Damien Chazelle's first work. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, it, it is. And then later on, he did La La Land and um, the Neil Armstrong movie with Ryan Gosling. Clearly, Ryan Gosling is one of his muses. And then he did uh, Babylon, which recently came out. That is that is very polarizing of a movie. I've not seen it. I'm going to wait till it's out on HBO, wherever it's going to be. And then I'll watch it. I've heard people that think it's very innovative. It's kind of his magnolia and that it's little too long and kind of over the top but is brilliant and there's sections that are brilliant but i will hold my clearly my observations until then la la land of okay la la land to me was not a movie and if you remember that was a movie that won best oscar and then they rescinded it because i think moonlight was supposed to win and moonlight won and I remember when La La Land came out, it was a follow-up to Whiplash, and people loved it. And it was kind of an homage to the old musicals. My take on La La Land is, is I mean, look, I've when I've watched it again since it came out, I just skip the singing part. And I understand the beauty and the intricacy and the difficulty of doing a musical, but I'm just completely not interested in musicals. So if you strip away the music and the dancing, it's essentially a rom-com. It is a rom-com, even with the music and the dancing, right? So if you look at it, it's it's a rom-com. And it, I, I can't remember the last time a rom-com has won Best Picture, maybe in the 50s. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a long time. So no, it didn't deserve Best Picture. I think the movie is overrated. That's not to say that I don't think Chazelle has talent. I just think that that movie was overrated. And First Man, I think that's the Neil Armstrong movie. It's a very understated movie, and I think that was the opposite. I think a lot of movie, a lot of people were thinking coming off of La La Land, well, he should do this kind of movie. It was so over the top, and then they were expecting something that was kind of like Babylon, like just over the top, and it was just very understated, and I respect that movie, but it's not a movie I'm going to watch again. But Whiplash, so Chazelle, I think it's like 27 when he does this movie, and he gets J.K. Simmons. So J.K. Simmons, I mean, most of us know J.K. Simmons from one of two places. And it's going to be all the commercials uh, that he does for, what was it? It's State Farm, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he's just always doing those commercials. Always. Or you might know him from Oz, the prison uh, HBO show. I recognized his face because, I mean, he's been in Spider-Man. He was in Juno, and I kind of knew him. I just didn't really know his name. But, I mean, did anyone really think when they saw this movie that he could pull that performance out? I mean, if you've seen him in Oz, I suppose you could. But he's amazing in this, and he won the the Academy Award for this. And he pretty much swept every award, Golden Globes, Screen Actors Globe, just all of them, all of them. 
And this was the year that Ethan Hawke had done Boyhood, the movie that took place over 12 years. And everyone's like, this, you know, Ethan Hawke should get this. And Simmons, who's essentially, essentially a character actor, TV actor mostly, uh, comes and just takes the, the Academy Award, which I think he deserves as playing the role of Fletcher. Then you got Miles Teller. Not a big fan of Miles Teller. I don't think he's that good of an actor, but he's he's coming off kind of these early roles that he was doing. He has a little uh, little cameo in Project X. He spectacular now. He has the rom coms and and then this year was big because he did this movie, which kind of showed his dramatic chops. And then he started the Divergent series. And Teller to me is just I don't know. He just plays kind of like the in all of his roles he's just like the fast talking smart aleck guy and in top gun maverick i think he's fine i think he's fine i just don't think he has a lot of range but this movie did a lot for him and and he's great in this movie he's great in this movie so why do i love this movie i did not go to a conservatory i did not even play an instrument as a kid i see this movie as just a somewhat tyrannical leader of an ensemble trying to bring the best out of somebody that he sees potential. Now, some people don't see it that way. Some people see Fletcher, J.K. Simmons' character, as just an abusive tyrant. I've never, I mean, I, I think it's just the generational thing. Like, if you were Gen Z or millennial and you watched this movie, and it came out, what, 2014, I think? You watch this movie and you're like, oh, my God. You know, you get triggered a thousand times because those generations get triggered for everything. And, of course, you could not do this movie today. Some of the things that Fletcher says to people, there's no way. Like, the, the slurs he says about the, 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 the gay guy. It's like, I want you to play as fast as when you're given, you know, hand jobs. He tells the 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 girls like, are you just first chair because you're cute? And then she plays a note. Like, yeah, it's because even you're cute. Even stuff like that. And then just just the way he he attacks his his uh, group, uh, you couldn't get away with that today. And I think it's interesting to watch this movie and watch Tar because Tar, Lydia Tar, played by Kate Blanchett. It's kind of the same movie in that you see this person who's over the top, but Tar definitely is not nearly as verbally abusive uh, as as Fletcher is, but there's a lot of similarities. They're both conductors and so forth. But you, my generation, I think, kind of grew up with these kind of conductor types, these these kind of just football coach types or these type, types of uh, basketball coaches that were just really hard on you, really abusive, but they would do it because they were trying to find the best in you or motivate you. So... When I hear the critique that Fletcher is this just second incarnation of Hitler, that he's abusive and he's 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 psychologically abusive and destroying Andrew, Miles Teller character, I, I see it, but I don't see it that way. I see him more as he sees potential in Andrew. And Andrew's life is all about being the best that he, the best drummer he can be, right? He idolizes these different guys. The other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel, we have the Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life. 
We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel. And there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there. And then more recently, about two years ago, I just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because I'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And lastly, we have the Confessions of an Obese Child feed, which I started in January 2017, which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child. I was an overweight child and I lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years. So it's a channel, like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood, how to deal with that, how to how to function with that, and also discusses and I interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood, binge eating, binge drinking, and how to deal with that. And there's a lot of great interviews over there. So those are the three other feeds at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. Now let's get back to the show. So Andrew is, is singularly focused on being the best drummer he can be. He wants to be iconic. There's that scene with his family where they're they're just essentially making fun of him. He's making fun of his family because they play football for you know, the Division Three team. But he he's so singularly focused. And he was like, I'd rather be remembered and die young than live till 90 and nobody remember me. That he loses his relationship. He, he has a girlfriend, Melissa Benoit, the Supergirl, and then from Supergirl, I should say. And uh, he just neglects her, right, to the point where it's all about his career. So it's this perfect merge because he's got talent. Fletcher recognizes the talent, and Fletcher pushes him, pushes him, pushes him. And there's a scene in the bar where he's like, you know, if, and I can't remember which, which, um, jazz person maybe it was charlie parker i can't remember he's like if charlie parker was told that he had a good job he said good job would we have charlie parker today and we probably would it and he says fletcher says the two worst words you can tell somebody is good job because why you become complacent you become complacent and so he's pushing him and pushing him yes to the point of abuse but what do you get at the end and, and fletcher's such a great character right because he's not just this obvious tyrannical asshole he uses sugar and spice to bring in andrew sometimes he's nice sometimes he's not nice then he pulls back it is in some ways an abusive relationship and then at the end you think after fletcher gets fired and then he invites andrew to join this band you think everything's gonna work out well and then you know the final scene and then at that point andrew shows his potential finally and you see the look on fletcher's face where he realizes it, he realizes it. And it's like they both got what they wanted because Fletcher had been talking about, like, I wanna have my genius student. And then you finally see Andrew releasing his potential, even though he's, you know, he wasn't supposed to, he was supposed to get off the stage and then he does his drum solo. And so they both get what they want. And of course later, you know, there's the big fight and all these things. So it's just a fascinating movie. It is so fast, it's well paced. There, it's just an adrenaline rush. And I think you can relate to it even if you've never played an instrument. Because we all kind of know people like this. And we can live vicariously through Andrew and we can kind of see what Fletcher's doing. And it's just so well written. It's so well directed. It's an amazing movie. And both of them, I mean, I don't know if Teller deserved an Academy Award nomination, but I think Simmons... Uh, definitely deserved it and it's just weird in the last 10 years to see Simmons's career kind of go back to what it was before it's like he, he was a good character actor who got this role and he did the best with it got the Academy Award now he's back to just being J.K. Simmons but if you've not seen the movie 
definitely see the movie. You, it is an amazing movie. And it, Jamie and Chiselle will say whatever you want about Babylon. He is a good, gifted director, and he's still young. He's in his late 30s. He'll be around for quite some time, but definitely check it out. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.